0: Good morning. One month after a school shooting in Florida that killed 17 people, the Loudoun County School Board is taking a look at its own safety protocols. For Friday, March 16th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The shooting a month ago that killed 17 people at a high school in Florida has caused the Loudoun County School Board to take a look at its own safety protocols. Several members of the school board, we're happy to report, were surprised at just how much school staff does to prepare for emergencies. They have regular safety drills, and every secondary school is staffed with a sworn law enforcement officer. They even get an alert when an alarming word is searched on any digital device in a school. At a school board work session Tuesday, Assistant Superintendent of Support Services Kevin Lewis ran down a long list of training, equipment, and staff the school system has in place to protect school safety. All school staff have gone through run-hide-fight training that teaches them first to try to flee the dangerous situation, second to find a place to hide, and third as a last resort to try to incapacitate the perpetrator. The school system's Safety and Security Division meets twice a month with members of the County Emergency Management Department, and the school division's safety supervisor serves as the president of a group of Northern Virginia school leaders who meet quarterly to talk about school safety. But they don't publicize all their safety protocols just to make sure the wrong people don't know about them. This year, the school system is asking the county for half again as much safety and security funding. That includes $3.7 million to hire more security guards, give the guards they already have more hours, and update their security equipment. The school system is also asking for $14.4 million to make school entrances safer with security vestibules. Instead of letting visitors directly into the school, these vestibules, which I've talked about before, would force visitors to go through two sets of doors and then into the front office. School board member Eric DeKennep said he'd like to install metal detectors and baggage scanners at the school's. Uh, Lewis didn't respond to that directly, but did say that an overemphasis on extreme measures can actually make students feel less safe. School board chairman Jeff Morse was a little more direct. He said he would never be in favor of trying to turn the schools into prisons. The school board is also discussing whether to adopt a resolution on gun violence. School board member Joy Maloney has drafted a resolution based largely on a resolution that the Fairfax County School Board has already adopted. It lists a number of statistics, such as that every day... 19 children in the United States are killed or get emergency treatment for gunshot wounds. It also calls on Congress to pass, quote, legislation that more effectively prevents gun violence incidents, reduces the lethality of gun violence, and advances mental health supports, end quote. Most of the school board was supportive of that idea, but they also wanted to tweak the language to make it more specific. They haven't taken a final vote yet. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Leesburg Town Council has made its decision that wants the intersection of Route 15 and North King Street fixed, and it doesn't want to pay for it. We're talking about that complicated triangle merge thing as you're driving north out of Leesburg on King Street or Route 15. Tuesday night, the council passed two resolutions. One expressed support for a T intersection with a traffic light at the intersection of Route 15 and North King Street. The council had previously talked about a flyover interchange, although of course that would be much more expensive. Tuesday, council members said they thought the T intersection would be a good way to get the intersection fixed sooner. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors had also asked the council whether they would be willing to help pay for widening that part of the road that falls inside town limits, which is about 800 feet. The second resolution on Tuesday answered that. Whatever the price tag turns out to be, the town doesn't want to pay it. Yesterday, Governor Ralph Northam announced that he is endorsing state Senator Jennifer Wexton in her campaign for Congress. He picked her out of eight people competing in the Democratic primary to challenge Republican Representative Barbara Comstock. Also seeking the Democratic nod are Julia Biggins, Shadi Ayas, Julian Modica, Lindsey Davis Stover, Dan Helmer, Alison Kiel Friedman, and Paul Pelletier. Republican Shaq Hill is challenging Comstock from the right. Northam joins more than 60 other elected officials who have endorsed Wexton, including her colleagues in Loudoun's state delegation, Senator Barbara Favola and Delegates John Bell and Jennifer Boisco. She's also won endorsement from Loudoun County supervisors, town council members, and school board members, including, among others, county chairwoman Phyllis Randall, Leesburg supervisor and former mayor Kristen Umstadt, and current Leesburg mayor Kelly Burke. Back in 2016, Comstock's challenger that year, Democrat Luann Bennett, was the first 10th district Democrat to win Loudoun since 1978. But her 165-vote margin of victory here in Loudoun was not enough to win the entire district, which stretches from McLean to Winchester. Across the district, Comstock won fairly comfortably, pulling in nearly 53% of the vote to Bennett's 47%. But the country has also seen a wave of Democratic enthusiasm since that election, including most recently, you may have heard, a Democrat victory in a Pennsylvania district that went for Donald Trump by almost 20 points. Trump also did not win in Loudoun. The Cook Political Report has the 10th district here in Loudoun as a toss-up. Wexton has represented Virginia's 33rd district in the state Senate since 2014, when she won a special election to replace Mark Herring. He had held the seat since 2006 and, of course, had just been elected state attorney general, a job which he still has. And soon we will see, finally, the end of two big deal transportation projects in Leesburg. The biggest one, of course, is Battlefield Parkway, a project that only started 30 years ago. Next month, the stretch from South King Street to the Douglas Greenway will open, and over the summer, the project should reach substantial completion. When it's done, it will loop all the way around the eastern side of Leesburg, connecting to Route 15 at both ends. With all the missing links finally done, the town will go back to work on battlefield funding interchanges to help with congestion on that road. This year, the town expects to get the last $25 million they need to start construction on the interchange at Route 7. The Sicklin Road widening project should be winding down in fiscal year 2019, which starts in July. It's the only continuous north-south artery in Leesburg besides Route 15, and backups, as you may know, are pretty common. The road is being widened from two lanes to a four-lane divided roadway. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, read about local dentist Dr. Deidra Bird Kokel, who was just featured on PBS's Success Files, hosted by Rob Lowe. Incidentally, Dr. Kokel also won the Loudon Chamber of Commerce's 2017 Health and Wellness Business of the Year and was the favorite dentist's office from among 15 nominees in our own 2017 Loudon's Favorites contest, so I'd say the name of the show is pretty apt. Again, it's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, it's jukebox night with the Dominion Four Quartet and DJ Ed at Atlantis in Sterling, starting at 5 p.m. Come on out for an evening of nostalgic music from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and bring your dancing shoes. Jason Teach will be performing live at Bogatti Winery and Round Hill tonight from 6 to 9 p.m. And VSA Loudon County is putting on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory at Franklin Park Arts Center in Percival tonight at 7 p.m. We've actually written an article about this show, and it should be a pretty neat show. Get the details and tickets for these events, and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, don't worry, you don't have to pay for it, so tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, and have a great day.